0: Thank you for tuning in to More To It, a podcast about perspective. I'm going to go off on a little rant here, but this was just something that I was thinking about to myself, and I wanted to share this little bit of knowledge for those of you who seem to be blinded by the way people come off or the way people appear. Not everybody. I'm not saying everybody's a bad person. Nothing like that. But um, I think people underestimate the value of what it means to consider someone a friend. Like, It's not that hard to hang out with someone, drink a little, smoke a little, get in a little trouble together. Whatever you do with that person, to consider them a friend, right? We all have a friend that we know we can do certain things with, things like that. But there's nothing like having a 24-7 friend. And before I get into what a 24-7 friend is, because I'm sure you're probably wondering, what's a 24-7 friend? I want to elaborate on what a friend is like for a lot of people. Someone could have all the quote-unquote friends in the world, and not a single one of them want anything good for them. And the same quote-unquote friends could listen to all your problems or know all your struggles, yet they secretly wish nothing but failure for you, whether it be your relationship, your finances, your career, how you're doing academically, or even taking it far enough to systematically chip away at your mental and physical health. And I'm wondering, like, why is that? I say it's because the same person you view as a quote-unquote friend can see your potential, your gifts, your determination, your accomplishments as nothing more than a threat because they know at the end of every day, no matter what they do, no matter how hard they try, they could never be more than a dusty bottom dwelling crab with nothing more to look forward to than making sure you're just as unhappy as they are. So best believe they'll do anything to make sure they have a death grip on your ankles so they can drag you down and keep you there. As the saying goes, misery loves company, right? That's those kind of people. Now, Back to a 24 7 friend. Everyone has their own life to live. I understand that. But there's nothing like having somebody, someone, a friend you can shoot a text to, or call, or FaceTime, no matter what time of day or night it is, for just about any and everything. The ones that give advice when it's necessary, the ones that genuinely encourage your goals and push you to turn that hobby into a business, the ones that know what your relationship with your partner means. So they offer you an unbiased perspective because they realize that the foundation you are building with that person is more important than encouraging you to be out here letting people run through you. The ones that simply sit there and do nothing more than just listen because they know that's what you reach out to them for. I can't speak for everyone else, but that's the kind of friend that I try to be to all my friends. In my circle, that is, you know, because you can't be nice to everybody. But I try to be like that to all my friends because, you know, I love all my friends. That's what I'm trying to say. So... What better person who fits that mold as far as being somebody I hit her up all the time about all types of stuff, like all types of things. And she's always unbiased about it. She's always very thoughtful, always very caring and encouraging and a lot of my shenanigans. And again, you need somebody like that. But without further ado, everyone, this is Nyla. Beth um, that took forever.
1: Was quite an introduction. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for coming on the show.
1: Of course. It's been a long
0: time. Yeah, we had some making. technical yo, we had technical issues before we even filmed this. It's about to be what, midnight and we were supposed to film oh this. Oh my god. Yeah, we really? were supposed, to <laughs> 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 supposed to It's supposed to be been a long day, people. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, a long day. day. Like it was supposed to be done I don't know when it was supposed to be done, but we met up around like what, eight o'clock? Yeah, I
1: like
0: so, got <laughs> so Yeah, So many conversations later. You remember what it was like being a kid, and then it just seemed like, especially in the summertime, it just seemed like the days were just never-ending? Like, it's like that three months of summer was just, like... Endless. Endless. It was, it was just, just endless. Like, like they, were, It was just fun, 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 and fun. And like, it was just to all... the
1: point where you just didn't even know what to do with yourself. Like, yo, what the hell am I doing? Is there school? Like, what? you would mm-hmm. go back to school and, like, forget, like... <laughs> what school was you, like, Yeah, like you, used you to dread to it. You'd be like
0: oh I gotta go back to this and yeah. I don't want to do this. Even holidays like when we used to have um let
1: me tell you about holidays in the Caribbean. There's a holiday for everything because we even had it wasn't two it wasn't semesters, it was trimesters. Mm. they were just looking for chances to take breaks. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> all it was because we would take this big ass gap. Um after christmas to like maybe easter then there was a huge gap there and then the last one was like i don't know knocking everything out test after test and go to the next grade but
0: like buckling down and yeah like like this is where it
1: gets real but it's it's really a recipe for disaster because you put these kids on another like month-long break after easter and expect them to pick right back up where they left off y'all know better than this yeah (laughs) well they should know
0: better yeah
1: but it was crazy
0: that's why everybody looked forward to the summer so much because it was just like three months i'm out
1: i've checked out of all these things there's no schedule you just do whatever mm-hmm. you feel like
0: you might have to go to a few cookouts here and there because you know somebody in the family's always planning one there's or something was like a, that like, a few like
1: grounding events you're like okay this happened pre this event but mm-hmm. after that other event like yeah. help you keep track of time because it was just so long i feel um, like that's why i don't know years anymore because I just track my life by events. <laughs> like I don't know what year things happen.
0: Me neither. My perception of time is terrible, and especially like since I work overnight, forget it. I'm up oh, yeah, overnight, yeah, and then I'm special case. I know, I know. I'm up all night, and then I'm just up through most of the day, which is never bad. Never sleep. I know. I never sleep. I know. I know. I know. You tell me all the time, like you need to sleep. But I just, I don't know. Like I just feel like you
1: can't budget sleep. I know, but it's I feel necessary. like necessary. I
0: I do take the time out to incorporate rest into my schedule no 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 but listen (laughs) i do real sleep right but i do take the time out to like okay i'm just gonna sleep as much as i can for today but it's not ever on those days where i have stuff planned like if i have stuff planned then I want to try to get all of it done. If not all of it, most of it done. And if I do sleep, it'll be like two hour naps or something like that. Listen, if I have all these things I need to do.
1: Like I say, I, I say from time to time, you cannot stockpile sleep. You can't be like, I just choose not to sleep for two weeks. Like you have to sleep. No, no, no. I night. don't know. Not like that. I mean, if you had a choice, I think you would do that. You're like I'm going to just sleep for two days every two weeks and that will be it. Like, no, like, you have to g- sleep every night.
0: I guess because if I wasn't working as much as I do, I felt like I would definitely like if I took a week off of work Mm -hmm. and didn't travel anywhere, Mm -hmm. I definitely would be sleeping.
1: But that's even worse. So it's like you want to take only a week off out of a whole year of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Every other time it's just you're going to get by on naps. That's actually worse. Listen, than that that's every two that's weeks, two days. This is a necessary bodily function, just like eating. Like I hate the idea of eating and how much time we spend as a not even society, just as a species, eating, 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 eating constantly. Restaurants, food networks, uh, fairs.
0: Shout out to Food Network because I love the Food Network. <laughs> if you that's know how I, I am with that, so I, I will that. I will watch Chopped every day, all day. It doesn't matter. I'm on season yeah. 14 right now, and I've watched it from episode one, season one.
1: I watch one episode of one thing on a food channel. Like, I'll really watch it, and then I'm, like, not watching another thing. But eating takes up way too much time, and I would much rather stockpile my eating. But, like, like make it a choice. Make it, like, like this is something you can do with your friends, but it shouldn't be something that you have to plan your whole life around.
0: I don't care what nobody says. There is nothing on this planet better than a cooked fresh meal yeah, i don't care what it is there's no
1: food and the thing about but food, you need it's not it so you can maybe that's a me thing it's not something you can hold on to like you eat it and it's gone you can't have your <laughs> literally you can't have you can your always can have, can you have
0: more
1: i know but i just rather it would be something that i could look at from time to time and be like this is this thing as opposed to like having to constantly make like it's it's never ending why
0: well i understand because i don't like cleaning dishes at all i'll definitely cook and you but you don't
1: like sleeping either r- we'll, we'll get, get back to that we'll get b- we will get I back to that we'll
0: get back to that but like i love the whole cooking process i really do i just really 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 dread washing dishes even if I clean as I go, you know how it's just tiring, and then on top of that, so funny. I all feel the... the opposite way. No, nah, I, I can't. Cleaning. For me, it's like yo, that's a whole other layer of the process in, in general because you're cooking, you're testing things. You know I mean, I as you're cooking, see
1: that. I'm like, how how little things can I use so that I don't have to wash them after? That's definitely like a part of the thought process.
0: True. Sometimes it's like unavoidable. Certain things, like if yeah. you're gonna make that, because you know what you're gonna make before you make it, so yeah. it's like. All right. If you decide to do this, you know you gotta wash A, B, C, D, and D, yeah. right? So,
1: oh, cooking. You see more stuff related the food. I,
0: nah, I'm but still, it. food has always been where it's at.
1: I just want a choice to like enjoy it, make it its own thing. That's it for me.
0: No, nah, I'll, I'll take a, <laughs> I'll take a plate of food over anything any day. That's just me. That's just me being greedy. You don't ever think like there's just never enough time in the day. I think that's why I. Don't care for sleep as much because <laughs> I know I'm trying to justify sleeping, and it's not like I have a problem with sleeping. But it, whenever it interferes with things that I need to take care of, chill. Like I'll get to <laughs> it when I get to it, and I will dedicate some days to it where I'm just strictly sleeping. But I just feel like there's never enough time in the day to do all these things. That's mm-hmm. why dedicating that much time to doing nothing. I know it's like My body's repairing itself. Yeah, it's, it's not re- nothing. It's repairing itself, but it's like. I have to be immobile to do so.
1: It's not that I don't agree with you, right? But I just realize every time that I try to neglect it, like your body's gonna do it anyway. You're gonna crash. If you want to avoid the crash, like that's a that's like a life lesson: moderation. You can't just do things in extremes. Like I'm just gonna work, 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 and then I'm just gonna rest, rest, rest. You know, I think that's that's a part of the life balance that I'm trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. and looking back like my parents trying to figure like nobody knows what they're doing nobody knows what they're doing we're all pretending that we know and figuring it out as we go along but it's just something that you need to do to take care of yourself as a human being like you're not gonna let your plants die of not being watered like why wouldn't you sleep but i i feel the same way sometimes it's like you really want to get this thing done if you don't do this one thing at this certain point, then you gotta wait. Like, time, your perspective on it changes. So, it seems way more important, I guess, now. And wanting to get something done instead of waiting another two months. Like, there's a lot of things since yeah, COVID that take yeah. a really lot of oh, time. Oh, that
0: too. That, that was... should
1: not take that long. Time is just more precious. But I kind of pulled a move like that because I, even today, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then my body was like, you're going to sleep. <laughs> you're just not going anywhere. And you can't, like... I'm not saying don't push through, don't get things done, but you can't fight what's supposed to happen. That's all I'm saying.
0: I guess. <laughs> but I just feel like there's never enough time in the day. Like, I, Maybe it's an adult thing. Um, I don't know. But I just feel like... There's just so much stuff to balance in the day like and and I can't imagine how let's say people that are balancing working um all the stuff that you have to deal with being at work on top of your commute on top of it's coming just home, time. yeah, and then it's just on top of uh time. let's say somebody has kids and you gotta you know come home to take care of the kids and stuff like that, and on top of coming home and taking care of the kids. You're coming down from that, like, after work energy. Mm-hmm. So slowly you're crashing and you just want to, like, pass out. But you can't because you, you still got gotta kids. You got to do those things. Other people that you brought into this world got to get fed. So yeah. you need to figure it out.
1: It's so funny. My mom and stuff, they would be like, yeah, what you got to think about? It's just little things. It's just mad little things. And you're, like, trying not to lose hold of all these things. But you got two hands. And I'm like, I kind of get it now. You know, whatever. You were right, mom. But (laughs) it's like, there's too many things to deal with as an adult. I don't know how. I give a lot of props to parents. Parents of multiple kids, y'all are really killing it.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it um, before we got into our technical issues. Mm -hmm. Um, We were talking about how Mm -hmm. difficult it is for parents that have to deal with public transportation in order to to get by. Mm -hmm. Well, not get by, but get... To, you know, from point A to B, and it's not, like, it's a like struggle. the bus? I mean, yeah. the train
1: is bad, but the bus especially. You got the stroller, you got the kid, you got the bag for the kid. And he's just one person trying to hold, literally trying to hold it all
0: together. Yeah, then, you know, with the way parents are, well, not all of them, but the way a lot of parents are now is... They're either carrying some sort of tablet or they're giving the kid the phone. So they got to focus on whatever that is, mm-hmm. because um, I remember one time I was in Zara and this kid, he had a one of those iPads with a, like, mm-hmm. the like super duper child protecting case on it. Yeah. So I want to assume that it might have been the latest model at the time. I don't know. But regardless of what, it was still an iPad. So he had it, and you know, the mom was trying to shop and do her thing, and she left him to it. But she left him to it to where he was like walking around the store and doing his own thing and things oh, like that.
1: No. Yeah, that's a little careless.
0: Yeah, but the kid. Yeah, ends up losing the iPad in the store, and she goes ballistic trying to figure out like, how you did lose somebody
1: this? If you were using it, how did you lose it? Yeah, she
0: was <laughs> asking him that. She's like, if you had it in your hand, how did you lose it? And he's like, oh, I just put it down real quick, and okay, and somebody
1: maybe took it from him. Probably somebody's probably and like, oh, this little kid don't know what he's doing. You're yeah. about to put it down, swipe.
0: Mad trifling, yeah. So that was somebody
1: distracted him. You don't know. People are very devious.
0: She, yeah, she lost her mind about that. I feel like everybody, no matter what the age is, like we get involved into stuff. and we not even we see other people do it and we're not even knowing what we're doing. Mm. Um, Perfect example. Perfect example. Somebody I was talking to about uh, what is she? What, 22, 23 years old. And she's still on this idea of like she feels like she's missing out on like the dating life and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm, and I told her like, yo, you don't know. (laughs) I promise you, you're not missing. (laughs) You're you're not, not, you're (laughs) not missing much of anything outside of. It's the
1: same thing. It's the same thing all the time. And you know what someone told me that was honestly, he's kind of trifling as a person, but it was very astute. Mm -hmm. He said, so I was going to college and I was nervous. I'm like, Oh my gosh, all these older people, I'm going out into the world. And he's like, They're just as lost as you. Well, think about it. Like, everybody going exactly. They're all just going. Like, it's a bunch of people that's going through the same thing. And I was like, you are a 100% right.
0: Yeah. I'm like, how do I
1: think of that? You know what I mean? But Mm
0: -hmm.
1: everywhere you go, like I said before, nobody knows what they're doing. We're all trying to figure (laughs) it out. And we're pretending we know. Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. There's a system. Yeah, definitely. a lot of things. Which, you know, when you commodify everything, like you have to have an assembly line. Mm -hmm. Like, stuff got to come out. This is like eating. You just got to keep having it. They got to make more food. They got to grow more plants. They got to have more animals because we all got to keep eating. Mm -hmm. We all got to keep watching TV and uh, YouTubing and listening to music. When are they going to stop making music? Never.
0: Remember, there was a point in time where it was not a necessity to have a phone right like they, remember the whole there you was that thing live. about like you can't um you can't survive like it was something like your phone can't do this and this and that mm. and then it turns out like now phones can do everything it's so reliant yeah like we actually really rely on this thing like you see all these commercials and you see all these um you'll always see it somebody's like
1: reaching across to I grab mean, their phone as soon as they wake up too but I mean, I grab my phone when I wake up because it's like your alarm, your email, your phone call, right. little games, notes. Mm-hmm. It's all right there, you know, so it's it definitely has some pros and cons. But I think about that, too. And I it's so funny. I had this little shower thought, but I didn't always have an iPhone. Right. I'm new to the iPhone life. And there was a level of absorption that people have that have iPhones. And I was like it doesn't seem the same when it's a galaxy or like a note or i don't know what other phones people have well there's
0: a cult for them too whether they want to admit it or not there's a cult for like the samsung Samsung. i mean there's
1: people that yeah it's just a certain look it's just like i don't know it's just a look and i feel like now i have the look too maybe it's in my head but they've made it so you do so many things on it and they try to incorporate it into so many other things and there's notifications and tracking stuff your health
0: your health on your heart rate super creepy if you you have if you have covid
1: or not i saw a pixel commercial it was like oh i didn't know that my phone could save my life because it detected he was in a car accident and google recognized that this was in a regular pattern and had 911 come to the scene and he's like oh i I wonder how my phone's gonna save me today i was like Man, get that off my screen. Like, yeah, you know, (laughs) I'm trying to buy me.
0: Word. This is
1: invasive. Get out of here. Who falls for that? It's so subtle, people. We touched on this briefly with the orange juice. So it was a point where I was just like, yo, Tropicana orange juice, this is it. This is life drinking this 24 7. I'm like, this is weird. When I was in Boston, there's a bus station. Like how much like, Tropicana, how much money y'all got? Like the whole station, there's like yeah. those big banners of just Tropicana. The whole mm. steps lined up, Tropicana. I'm like, Yo. I'm seeing this everywhere. That's why I want it. Yeah. I turn on the TV, Tropicana commercial. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. Like, I'm you gonna see it enough you RG's. want it. That kind then of you thing. just start wanting it. McDonald's, mm-hmm. kids with toys.
0: I'm gonna get into that real quick because kids
1: with toys. Or no, 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 no.
0: I'm g- two things. Okay. I'm gonna get into the fact that Happy Meals.
1: Oh wow! Happy Meals are not what We've they used to turn. be. Happy okay. Meals are not
0: what they used to be. These toys that they get now are terrible. Whatever happened when they used to give out the the little handheld games and stuff like that? Like what what happened to all those fun things? And um, I don't know. There was a bunch of other things that they used to give I out. There was figurines. Whatever happened to that? I
1: was there for the figurines, but I never got the ones I wanted. Or it was for like stuff I didn't care about.
0: And then you always end up losing these toys anyway. You always completely forgot about them. Mm. You cried for them. You wanted them more than anything. Wanted
1: them so badly to do what? That's why I got a keyboard. I was like, yo, I want a keyboard. I'm going to be this master pianist, I guess. (laughs) And I was throwing tantrums for this keyboard. I got it and I was like, just because I have it doesn't mean I know how to play it. And my parents don't know anything about music. Um, I mean, they ended up getting me, like, a a tutor, but that first night, I was so sad. But that's love, though. And then I tinkered with it, you know, and I figured out it could, like, auto-play some songs, and I would, like, try to, like, pick at it, but it just wasn't what I was expecting. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but to want something so badly and have no idea about it, like, that's just the power of... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've the seen mind, it. the imagination.
0: Right. Seeing something and like, I could do that too. And then you you don't really realize how much work you got to put into actually <laughs> mastering kid, it. Though.
1: Like, you just, you're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that.
0: Not just that. I think everybody's like that though. Because kids, they get in, involved in things, not knowing what they're doing. Um, or they try to, or they buy things or whatever, mm-hmm. thinking that they're going to be like a master at it. Um, Teenagers do the same thing. Adults do the same thing. Because, like, look at all the adults. Elderly, they do the same thing because they're out here, you know. Oh, because uh, these kids are out here, you know. um, They're
1: getting on TikTok. Oh, older people on TikTok.
0: Yeah, all the old people on TikTok. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Well, if they could do it, I could do it too. You know, what's a good
1: old time?
0: No, no. It's always been like this, though. For whatever reason, elderly people are always like, they are calling they oh right, but they're always calling a phone a smartphone, <laughs> like it's just a cell phone. No, what do you mean it's a a smartphone? Like it's just a cell phone. Relax. We know you're from the flip phone days. Um, you know, but, but still,
1: living in a t- like things are moving so fast that when they were our age, things were not moving like this. Like how long did they have tape? players, you know, people walking around with walkmans and stuff.
0: I was one of those people with a walkman.
1: But look how quickly it's gone from like walkman to like CD iPod players. to like again, now it's on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to music, what am I grabbing my phone. Yep. You know, it's like you All can't escape it. Yeah,
0: you can't escape it. Um, but the second thing is I feel like the toys that the kids have today is so trash. Whatever happened, all the good stuff, you know, the stuff that we grew up on. Yeah, all the, all like, the what
1: is it? What is the good stuff like the abacus? <laughs> that, like, <laughs> we ain't that old. Oh, no, <laughs> What do we no. Have? I mean, OK, wait, I found the DS, the Nintendo DS. It's oh, like, whoa. OK. Whoa. Where did this come from? Um, I mean, I- maybe it was the beginning of the end, but I could see how you could spend a lot of time doing that. But I found that um, DS, I had a silver one, which was like the original DS, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, I might need to buy that off your hands because you said uh,
1: No, I'm going to use it. Thanks.
0: You're going to use it for what? Don't You're worry gonna...
1: about it. I'm going to play Pokemon. Okay? No.
0: What are you going to use? one ha-
1: cartridge that came in it. I'm going to keep playing it. <laughs>
0: You know what? Everybody knows that the only reason why Candy Crush even still exists is because of old people, and old people, <laughs> and old people took that and they just ran with they it. They ran but with it. There's always that one person in public, on the train, on the bus, uh, at the doctor's office, in a restaurant, waiting for their food, whatever it is. There's always somebody with that. You know that sound? I don't. I don't know how to imitate it. But that sound when you match up, and mm-hmm. the dude is like, "Tasty." There's always, <laughs> there's, there's always somebody playing Candy Crush, and it's like. Who's playing this? Um there was even a, a point in time like people were spending too much money on it. Like this one dude got in trouble with his wife cuz she saw that he spent over $300 well, to try to beat one level. Money
1: on this. This is the To try that to beat a level you. like I used to talk to someone that tried to convince me that like it's not people's fault that they get hooked in. It's the way it's designed. Like yeah, to an extent it's design, but you ultimately make the decision to Spend your hard earned money. Yeah. Couldn't like, be me. It's
0: just a certain amount of money. I'll just, it's play. just a dollar. It's just a dollar. Yeah, I'll just it's I'll just dollar. take a chance and see if I can Five do this
1: Yeah, it'll save me two hours. Like, yeah. Guys, stop this. Get a hold of yourselves, please.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause I don't know. I don't get it either. But yeah, everybody knows that old people are the only reason why Candy Crush is even still a thing. But I know that they got onto that because of the hearing it and seeing, mm-hmm. uh, I could play that too. I could beat that level. I feel like in some sort of way, it kind of maybe like takes a, them back to like Tetris.
1: Because it's simple. It's a pretty simple concept. You yeah match up the things you keep matching. They make it just challenging enough that you feel some satisfaction, but not like too hard. Mm-hmm. that you can't complete it, mm-hmm. you know?
0: But sometimes I do make it hard enough to where...
1: Where you're like frustrated. You're like, damn, like why can't I crack this? Like, like damn,
0: so I really can't beat this. Let me just spend this $1 and I could beat it.
1: They know, there's a lot of psychology in these things. Yeah, they
0: know what they're doing. They definitely know what they're doing. They you gotta give them their props. So to bring it all together, um, I agree with you for the most part. Nobody knows what they're doing because everybody's out here trying to figure out what they're doing. And on top of that, it just never seems like there's enough time in the day like when you're elderly i would assume i don't know i'm not old but i guess i guess your perception of time (laughs) to somebody somebody, um i guess your perception of time is totally different because you're not really sitting there counting the, the days and the moments and things like that because you're you're reminiscing on what you've already lived through um when you're an adult you always focus on like what your next move is and time is still important there's a
1: lot of uncertainties
0: right right but where it's worse at is like when you're a teenager because like Man. you think that like the worst of the worst is the worst and you haven't even experienced the worst yet so because the world is huge the world is huge there's yeah. still
1: a lot to do yeah. And you don't have any perspective on anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because exactly. Because you have nothing to compare it to. It's like your first time going through what? Heartbreaks, failures. Maybe there's deaths in the family. Maybe there's, you know, all these different things. And now you're not a kid where someone's just feeding you an explanation. There's a lot of times when you're not with your family. So you just got to figure it out as you go. Yeah. Yeah. But high school, man. Um,
0: Yeah, I feel like that was just (laughs) a whole, you know, nobody knew what they were doing and everyone's trying to figure it out. And then, you know, everyone, oh, friends, friends, friends. And then everybody just, realize, like, phase like, out. Not it. But you know yeah. what? That
1: continues even into work because you go and you see the same people every day. Like, that becomes the reality that you're in. Like, these are my people. Like, whatever happens here is important because you're there. And you're really, like, invested in that because it's about time. Like, yeah. whatever you spend your time doing is where you feel a lot of intensity about it. Mm -hmm. Well, like you feel very strongly about it so work you're gonna be there all day sleeping taking up a big chunk of the day eating things related to eating like that's a lot of our life experiences you know
0: Mm -hmm. again it's just a cycle of people not knowing what the hell that they're doing
1: not a clue
0: (laughs) not a single clue what they're doing
1: maybe half a clue
0: but yeah so now's the point in the show where we get into a segment called only in new york and for those of you who don't know what the segment is about is basically a segment where we talk about just the things that you see in New York and it's just like, you know what? Only in New York would I see something like this. And this one is gonna be pretty out there. So 420, <laughs> you know, the the infamous four twenty, right? Nyla and I we went to Central Park and we were hanging out for a bit. We were enjoying the day and um things of that nature so there was this guy it was a young dude singing
1: and he was like really singing like wow like why aren't you like a professional singer but it was well set up because it's i don't know if this is like an established place but under one of these bridges there was a nice like acoustic situation this is echoing it's very theatric yeah it's and a very
0: known spot i wouldn't call it a monument but it's a very known spot where people a lot of people take pictures and things like that right. um oh, we
1: did see that influencer yes yeah we yes. did
0: see that so he's singing Oof.
1: and then we were standing like outside of it so he's in the middle again beautiful frame beautiful shot and i was like oh we should record this or you said yo we should record this cause no really good <laughs> and then you just pan over no
0: <laughs> what happened was he was singing um
1: that i couldn't tell you
0: he was singing a song by... It was either a song by Adele or Billie Eilish. It was a sad song, so you know it had to be one of those two. Um, oh, so was he, it
1: Sam Smith? Is it Sam Smith? I don't guy. think it was Sam
0: Smith. Maybe it was Ed Sheeran.
1: It could have been. It could have been Ed Sheeran. Valid singing people.
0: <laughs> but for some reason, Someone Like You by Adele comes to mind, so I think that might have been what it was. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. Yeah, so I thought it was funny how... Next to him, like right next to this guy, there's this character. He was a character. Character. Yo, he was such a character. This dude had a beige duffel bag. He wore all black. He had a skull mask.
1: Covering his entire face and neck.
0: And he was recording weird angles of himself going towards the camera and back and forth and back and forth. Like
1: he was pretending to be this like super villain in this extremely low budget film that he was putting together and starring in and being all the roles in. (laughs) He was pretending to be the villain right next to this Incredibly talented man. This demonic this demon. presence is next <laughs> to this
0: angelic man. <laughs>
1: Literally a demon.
0: So then that was at that point where no, I was like, yo, should I should record, record him. And... and so
1: we about to, like, think about recording.
0: He takes the mask off. He puts it in the duffel Picks bag.
1: The, the tripod and the stuff. Put it away. And, like, nothing happened. Like, he was just strolling through the park. I'm like, wait.
0: Yeah, like, so, nothing. So we sir? were like, yo, let's follow him. Forget everything else that's going on for the day. The sun is going down, right? So... We follow him. We follow him. And then he He's walks walking kind of fast. very fast, like a man on a mission, like a or,
1: man up to no damn good
0: or a man trying not to be found or spotted Hello. by or noticed by anybody. But too late, buddy, we already found you, you
1: come outside in a skull mask, trying not to get noticed in sir? all black
0: with a beige duffel bag, you know like
1: serial killer status i'm saying yo he
0: looked like a serial killer i'm sorry he to say he definitely like did
1: definitely serial killer so we following this man and honestly spy tactics he disappears into the crowd like how how did he how did we lose him i don't get it
0: and we were walking directly behind him i don't know how we lost the guy but like, we couldn't find him
1: like less than 10 pieces <laughs> and then we just look up and he's gone i'm like wait what Oh, he's good but he's definitely a serial killer absolutely um, it's unfortunate that we were not able to apprehend this man citizen arrest
0: <laughs> yes a citizen arrest <laughs> based um, on your
1: suspicious activity but maybe we scared him off unknowingly absolutely Only thank you yes only
0: in new york but again i want to thank you for being a part of the show yeah, we did We it. finally we finally did it. Woo.
1: Thank you for having me. Of course, super excited to be on the podcast finally. Yes. Uh this has been a very exciting venture kind of watching from the outside. It's come such a long way. Like this is very uh, like inspiring. Good job. I'm excited oh, again. Thank
0: you. Thank <laughs> you. Is there anything you want to plug? Um you can plug your newsletter. You better plug your <laughs> newsletter. I'm sorry, I don't know what else to tell you, but you might want to plug your newsletter. Okay,
1: I guess that's a good segue. So I am a licensed esthetician in New York State, um, based in Brooklyn. So I travel in and around Brooklyn doing mobile services as well. Um, Mainly like facials, some waxing, and lash extensions. Uh, Where can you find me? My Instagram is nylapl. N-A-Y-L-A-P-I-E-L. I'm sure it'll be in a description somewhere, hopefully, maybe. Yep. <laughs> it will. Um, but I'm that on most social media platforms. Uh, trying to work on that. That's where you can find me. All my booking info is there. Prices. If you have any questions, um, just let me know. You know, I'm here to educate people on skincare. I like actually solving skincare problems. So that's kind of the main focus giving out unsolicited skincare advice you know
0: you always say it's unsolicited um, but it's always like factual stuff so
1: but I guess that brings in the newsletter so the goal with the newsletter is especially if you are looking for specific information um it's where I can give you like little bite-sized bits of things that can help your day-to-day skin routine like it's thing little things that I don't think much of but I realize that people have these same questions and maybe i should try to answer it
0: any questions and concerns or different opinions feel free to shoot an email to more to it and that's more the number two it podcast at gmail.com give the show a follow on instagram and give the show a rating thank you everyone for tuning in um we got to get out of here we got life to live and we got some <laughs> <laughs> we got stuff to do Less so hours so that is it and bam Ooh.